your go-to place for all the latest news from the Carolina Clash, Ultimate Late Models, SCDRA, and the Carolina Sprint Tour. This is Doing What John Dirt. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Doing What John Dirt. I'm your host, Evan McCrory. We're coming back from seeing the Ultimate Super Late Models at Sumter Speedway. And if you probably stayed at home, you're definitely watching the Dirt Late Model Dream. Congrats to Jonathan Davenport for owning Eldora again. Um, gave me memories of last year with a million and being so happy that a caution came out with three laps to go and then he crushed all of our dreams and Smokey was second again like he was this year. But I hope you guys are doing great. I hope you got to go see some racing. I hope you go go see some racing this upcoming weekend. But yeah, on today's show, I called up Gray Parton on the Front Wheel Drive Friday hotline and talked to him, learned a little bit more about his racing so far, what he started in, uh, how long he's been in Supers and what he's thought of it so far, his uh, goals for the rest of the year, and just, uh, yeah, what he's doing. He's a really cool dude, easy to talk to at the track. And we actually grew up in the same area, something we didn't know. So if you just want to skip that part of you here, start talking about Rutherford County, you just skip for about a minute or two. But I hope you guys enjoy the interview. And before we get into it, I also want to shout out Reaper Apparel Company for keeping me on uh, part of their ambassador program. They got some awesome shirts and other little knickknacks here and there, some keychains, bottle openers, stickers, hats, all types of stuff. So go check them out at reaperapparelcompany.com. You use the code DOOMWICH for 10% off. And yeah, let's get to the rest of the episode. Today's guest is the driver of the Parton Lumber Longhorn Chassis by Wesley Page. Gray Parton, how you doing, buddy? Uh, pretty good, Evan. How are you? I'm doing good. So, uh, we were just talking before we uh, started recording that you were out of town. Uh, you went down to Turks and Caicos. Uh, how was that trip, and uh, what type of fun stuff did you do while you are down there? Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a good trip. We, uh, we try to take with my family. You know, everyone's getting so busy. We try to take one vacation a year and uh this year my little sister had her high school graduation so we went on a little bigger trip we stayed down there for about five days you know pretty beaches pretty water so it's just a little beach trip is what it was yeah it's nice to always get away and do something that's not racing out of out of town for a little bit (laughs) yeah it gets so crazy and hectic through the year right Honestly, I thought you got caught up in that huge wreck at uh, Cherokee during the XR race, got pissed off, and just wanted to get out of town for a while. So it was good. It was for a good celebration for your sister and that type of stuff. But uh, how's the year been so far? Uh, you've had a couple uh, podium finishes with the Clash and a couple other races here and there. How do you feel about it so far? Yeah, so uh, we're still pretty new to the super racing. This is, uh, well, this will be my first complete season in the supercar. But uh, I feel like. I'm getting a handle on it and, uh, everybody else is getting a handle on the, the super racing. Uh, yeah, this year we've had, uh, several, uh, you know, good qualifying position. I've been podiums, top fives qualifying. I haven't been able to quite keep that up in the main events yet. Uh, I had that one podium finish at Lancaster earlier in the year and, uh, several other good finishes, but I still, still working for that win, but I'm happy with the season so far. Uh, I think we're definitely headed in the right direction and, uh, I'm, uh, excited for all to come. So you said this is your first full year, uh, super racing. What'd you race before it? And, uh, what were you in before you moved into a super? Yeah. So, uh, let's see my first, I think I was, uh, 13 when I first 
got in a race car and it was a uh, four cylinder uh started in young guns ran a few young guns races and started running stock four because uh i, I raced out of my uncle Furman's racing hauler with him and more places ran stock four than young guns so i did that for a couple years and then when i was 16 i uh jumped into uh one uncle Furman's old late model chassis first time in a late model ran that for a few races uh you know obviously first time in a late model it was uh it was a big learning curve to struggle through that year but uh then i hopped into one of his old longhorn chassis and it kind of took off from there so this will be my uh sixth season in a late model uh started in 604s ran that for three or four years and then last year started running a bunch of limited stuff and towards the middle of the year or so we uh we uh jumped into the supercar and finished the year out in that when you uh first got into those stock fours what tracks were you usually running out and who were some of the guys you're running against back in those days uh so i think the first race i ever went in it was at harris and it was a young guns race and uh man i tell you i was so nervous you know first race never in a race car and then you realize you're going fast with people right outside of you i just can't hardly remember anything about that night it was so nerve-wracking but uh no i mainly ran at cherokee that year uh his uncle Furman, you know he was running his six of fours then and cherokee was probably about his main track and we ended up staying at cherokee i ran some of the mmsa stuff as well but uh yeah, I mean, you had your, you had your uh, Nick Walkers, uh, Braden Pruitts, Kevin Coopers, Cody Usri, uh, mm-hmm. Jamie Madison. He, you know, he was doing real good then. There were a bunch of good drivers, man. It was a tough class, and uh, it was really competitive. Yeah, I actually had uh, Matt Gilbert on last week from the MMSA. Uh, okay. One at Lawrence County, so that, that's funny how that connects between this week and last week. That with you used to be running with those guys before you moved it to the late models. So your first race was at Harris. If I'm right, you're from Rutherford County, right, up in that area. Yep, yep, Rutherford County. I'm like probably 15 minutes away from Harris Speedway. Okay, I grew up in Boston. Okay, yeah, you. That's like 10 minutes away from me. Okay, so you're in Forest City or like Sunshine uh rutherford but uh okay. like right right on the border of four city yeah i, I grew up five, uh two three minutes from if you want to call it downtown boss like i grew up off p ridge road but uh yeah yeah i i, I lived there from like the age of i don't know two to 12 i uh then moved all around since and now i've been in columbia for a couple of years columbia south carolina for a couple of years but yeah i love growing up in that area once you get a little bit older you understand uh more of the type of people around there these days with a bunch of the old businesses and mills that went out of business 30 years ago but still a good area yeah. i always got fond memories and i love going up to harris whenever i can i still got some aunts and cousins up there it, it never you never really get too old the place you grow up especially if you left when you're younger as well but yeah cool cool area if i went to high school out there i would have gone east sadly i i, I know you're a hilltopper <laughs> yep yep yeah i'm a hilltopper yeah no i had a bunch of buddies that uh went there too actually uh i wrestled against a couple hours against their school back in uh back in high school i wrestled and uh i don't know if you're how old are you 
I'm 21. Okay. I'm older than you by a year. I didn't even know that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so some of the guys probably around my age you would know would be, uh, like, Loki Ryan. Yeah. Uh, Caleb Spears, Ramon Rodriguez. Yeah, I uh, played football with all of them. Yeah, no, they're all good dudes. Uh, my, yeah. my buddy Carlos, he was another big, tall Mexican dude like Ramon. And they wrestled three times. Oh, first time was some off-season tournament. Ramon beat Carlos. Carlos beat him again in the same tournament. Wait, no. They wrestled like a big tournament during the season. Carlos beat Ramon. And then they faced in the state finals, and Carlos beat Ramon again. And so I was like, I already had the rivalry growing up from being over in the Bostic and Forest City area against uh, RC. And then having that being a part of first flight out in the Outer Banks in high school, and that just made the rivalry even more. But I like a lot of those guys. I even had some friends over at Chase and uh, TJ and a bunch of the places around there. Yeah, man, that's awesome. But, yeah, we'll get back to the racing. But <laughs> that's why the people are here in the first place. But, yeah, so uh, getting up through the – Where'd you where'd you end up getting your first couple of wins in a late model whether it was a six oh four different type of motor in it? Like uh what type of wins did you get before you moved it up into a super last year? Yeah, so when I uh that first year I started running the late model, uh, I didn't get any wins that year. And uh then when I moved into that long porn car, things started taking off from there. I picked up some wins. Uh my first win was at uh Cherokee Speedway. That's just where I've raced, I've got the most laps around Cherokee than anywhere else. But, uh, yeah, I picked up several wins at Cherokee. Then we started trying to venture out, try new tracks, uh, picked up some wins at 311 Speedway, which I don't think they're running no, they're anymore. Not. Yeah, I, I really like – I enjoyed that track. Had several wins would. there. I wish someone would run that. That and Friendship, those are two of the biggest yeah. tracks that have been closed down recently that need to get back running. Yeah, I've run Friendship several times. We always did really good up there, and uh, that was a real nice facility. I was talking to Benji about it a couple weeks ago on the show. That uh, the only thing I think I I think that they have done at Friendship this year is when uh, NASA, well, Legacy Motor Club, the old Petty team, did some testing there in a modified before Bristol dirt. That's the only thing I've seen at all from that track. I, I wish both of those tracks would get some new ownership or new people to run it, be able to get some races together for next year or hell, even later later this year. That that'd be cool to get done. But yeah, so you got your first couple wins at Cherokee. Was that just a, like a couple of weekly shows, like when they run six oh twos or six oh fours? Yeah, that'd just be weekly shows, six oh four late models. Who are some of those guys you're running there uh, around those days? I bet like it was like Cheeseburger and Ruggiero, yeah. if he was there back then. Yeah, Steve Ruggiero was running. Uh, yeah, like you said, Brian Bullis, Cheeseburger was running. Dylan, Jacob Brown were running. I know when I first started late models, uh, your your Trent Ivy was still yeah. running 604s. Uh, Brent Ham, let's see, I think – Travis, uh, Travis Steele, he was good then. And, uh, yeah, it was the competition in 604s. I mean, ever since I've been running has been crazy. And I think it's still the same way. I think, you know, we'd, too. we'd have like on a, any given night at Cherokee, there would be 10 cars there who could win the race. I mean, it's just insane. The competition. And then, and then the, uh, intensity would even get even more ramped up on one of those little small series to come in like mid-east or or it was just a big money show bring guys from other tracks into town it would, it would get pretty intense i imagine back then and you'd go from the eight to ten cars to win a race to 15 to 20 
Yeah. And I bet those were some stressful nights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It was fun, though. Well, randomly, I think it was earlier in the year, I saw Zach uh, Mitchell put a 6.02, or he had a 6.02, and he randomly ran. I, I don't think it was his car. I think it was somebody's. He, he was just having bad luck first couple of races in the Super this year. And he's like, you know, I just need to go to Lawrence and just get so, get a win real quick. And he's won a <laughs> 6.02 at Lawrence for fun, and that still has been his only win this year. I feel like he could have picked mm-hmm. up this past weekend at Sumter over Christian, but it just it just wasn't meant to be with the lap traffic and how stuff got handled. Uh, so next up for uh, Ultimate, it's going to be Fayetteville 10K this uh, weekend. You going to be making it up there for that? or? Yep. Yeah, uh, we didn't get to make it this past weekend because of, uh, you know, we were on vacation and got back. We didn't have the car together from that uh, ordeal at Gaffney. But uh, we should be good to go for this weekend. And uh, I really enjoy Fayetteville. It's a long haul for us, but uh, that track is really good. They do good stuff up there. And uh, we're going to make this race. It should be a pretty good one. It should. Uh, based off of who I was talking to Saturday, I think it's going to be a good bit of cars there. The only thing that's really uh, going to hamper you guys with that is going to be Lucas running at Smoky Mountain in Tennessee. And that's going to have a lot of cars there. They're running for 50, but you'll have all the I-95 Challenge guys there. You'll have probably some of the Lakeview Sumter guys to make that trip. Obviously, all the regular Carolina boys that run everything, like the Rambos and the Sanders and... Zach and all those guys are going to be up there. I suspect you guys probably have 25 to 30 at least. Yeah, I would say so. And out of those, there will be a lot of really good competition. Yeah. I was talking to Big A, and he was uh, he was like, I just haven't been running too great this year, but I, I ran second at Fayetteville. I felt like I can do something good like that again. <laughs> so I, I would look out for Anthony this week. He, he he's You don't want to mess with a pissed-off Big A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're all a little uh, – we were all a little uh, let down after that last Gaffney race, yeah, so uh, every, everybody's ready to go. Uh, speaking of Gaffney, what was your point of view in that whole mess on the front stretch when Clay flipped and uh, Dalton Cook got spun in front of the field? I, I don't know if there was contact or if he just got loose and spun, but, I mean, by the time that he was sideways and I was headed straight for him. I believe Rambo you know, touched him. Yeah, so if there was contact, you know, and those cars, when you're on a start like that, they get so jacked up and you're so close to each other, you can't hardly see in front of you. And I realized by the time I saw that somebody was spun, you know, Jeff Smith shot the outside. I tried to follow him. I couldn't make it. I mean, there's just nothing I could do. I was just along for the ride. And it uh, ended up being a – got caught up a lot of race cars in that one. Yeah, I'm trying to think everybody else caught up in that one. It was you, Ben, Clay – Big A, Dalton, Jeff. There was at least six, seven of y'all. It was. Yeah, it took out a took out a lot of the field. Yeah, and then after that, Zach just cut the tire, and then Ross passed him, and that was pretty much it. But. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um. So, besides, are you just are you running for either points this year? I, I'm pretty sure you're running for the clash points. But are you just kind of picking and choosing after that? Besides. The clash yeah. Points? Yeah. The the clash this year is our. Uh, our only uh, dedicated series running for rookie of the year with them. We're going to hit all their races. And after that, we'll just pick and choose, which we'll, we want to hit some of the, uh, some of the uh, bigger summer races coming up that are, you know, within a reasonable driving distance. And if, you know, Lucas or world outlaws ever comes closer around, we'll hit them. But other than that, it'll looking like it's mainly just going to be ultimate races 
on the times that we don't race uh, Carolina Clash. Sounds like to me. So Carolina Clash, ultimate, whenever you can outside of Clash. And then the XR Working Man races at Cherokee again, unless you don't want to do that again. <laughs> no, we'll be there at Cherokee. <laughs> yeah, because they got the Prelude one before the finals, and then they have uh, Blue Gray, which is Clash. We'll be there anyway. But, um, yeah, and then World Finals probably. That sounds kind of realistic. Yeah, yeah, we'll hit all the super races at Cherokee. That would be awesome. Yep. So back to Cherokee. I'm trying to think of how your results went through the year there. I, I just went through and did all the – well, last week I got an update for Sumter, but I did all the points of who did uh, every race that was listed as a super race this past year. And I believe you're in the top ten, which with how many of you ran, I would hope you would be. Actually, I've ran, you're I've ran right two now. races there this year. Yeah, well, not, not just uh, Cherokee. I was just skipping past Cherokee because I couldn't think of the question. But <laughs> based oh. on the top ten, everybody's ran any super race this past year. You're third in points right now. Uh, actually, uh, after you might actually back down to like fifth or sixth after Sumter, but before Sumter, yeah, we the missed that people, one. The only two people that ran better than you, points wise, if you want to call it through the year, have been Ben and Rambo, and Rambo yep. just because he's shown up to all of them. And and Ben just because he's good. Uh, ben so, has been doing really good this year. Yeah, he he told me he's chasing after that Clash Championship again. After he, I think he won it in twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah, they said uh, yeah that they're going for it. They weren't sure at the beginning of the year, but uh, I guess after they won the opener, they're uh, all for it. So uh, they'll they'll be they'll be tough contenders for it. And if he didn't decide after that, he probably decided after he won at Cherokee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably so. Now, uh, last time I saw you race before Cherokee was at Lakeview. You were having a little bit of trouble there. Do you remember anything from that night? Uh, was that last year? Uh, this year. Uh, this year. It was like May 13th. It was, uh, yeah, 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 that race. Before Cherokee. Yeah, I'm uh, so far with his supercar on a tacky track. I've been, you know, really good. One of the fastest cars, but uh, I'm still – Still working on my uh, dry track setup and what changes I need to do to the car and what changes I need to do to my driving style and everything. I haven't got to practice this supercar at all this year yet, which I think since we missed this weekend, we're going to practice this week on a dry track, which really helped me out. But really, I feel like it's just lack of experience. I just need some seat time knowing what to do on these dry tracks because that is definitely my uh, – that's my weak point right now. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing we have around here in the Carolinas, I feel like, is the dry, slick tracks that are going to dust up. You're going to blow it off pretty quickly, and then it's just going to become a tire game, especially when you get to Gaffney and stuff in these supers. You yeah. probably still have some tire games when it gets the the higher lap races. Like I, I talked to Rogerio about it on the show a couple months ago. He, uh, he was saying – it's not just a tire game just for the Supers. For us in the 602s and 604s, it happens too if they end up putting us on a drier track when, like, 50 laps. And yeah. I, I reckon you probably got a bunch of – you started to get a little bit of experience doing that in the 604s and other stuff before that. But once you get in the big Super game, it, it's pretty much three-fourths of the night you're out there. It's going to be like that. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, uh, like we were talking about Ben a second ago, you and Ben are both uh, having your Longhorns prepared by Wesley Page. What's been the process of that? How'd that relationship start? 
Uh, my uh, start with my uncle Furman uh, in six oh four cars. I don't know when he, uh, you know, started talking with Wes and using his stuff, but uh, yeah. So I used I used uh, Wes's shocks, you know, in six oh four racing. I used it in the limited car when we started running some five twenty five races, and uh, yeah, we're still with him now, and. Uh, it's uh it's going pretty well you know he's uh i think this is what maybe his third third year in supercars setting up supercars uh as his main you know uh you know that's his main focus right now is his super racing and uh you know we're still learning a lot but i think it's going pretty well we've been obviously with ben and everything and uh, normally my qualifying setup times and whatnot, you know, we're really competitive. So, uh, it's looking good. How much stuff do you guys share between the, all the guys that run his stuff? Uh, so right now, how many run up the, how many of us run clash? So you got Ben, me, Brett Ham, mm-hmm. Jeff Smith. We all pretty much, uh, you know, every driver has preference, but we have, you know, our base setup that we all like to start with for different tracks. You know, if one guy has been to one track and others haven't, you know, we can learn off of them. But uh, I know most of our cars are pretty close setup-wise, and then we just fine-tune to whatever we like personally. Uh, We're going to hop off of you for a second. Do you think JD was cheating at Eldora? (laughs) (laughs) they were doing some some ridiculous stuff and even people posting some crazy videos about like oh you see that light flash under his car after he went underneath the scales that's him cheating i mean when you're at that level in racing you just it's never a good move or a good idea to cheat and jd has always seemed like he's a class act so i think i think they just hit it right you know and they're good I saw someone change the owner of Eldora on Wikipedia to Jonathan Davenport, and I found that really funny. That gave me a good chuckle <laughs> work today. Um, but yeah, they're doing a lot of stuff up there this time for the dream to try to level the playing field, I guess, uh, with the banning the sticks, and then even before the feature, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They ban the sticks, and then before the feature, they confiscated watches from all the drivers that are wearing watches before they got in the car and then made everybody switch radio. Like everybody gave everybody a new radio. Yeah. I heard it was, they were worried about wireless Bluetooth earphones, those uh, connected to your watches. Like you have a radio man, which I'd never thought about that, but that could definitely work. (laughs) (laughs) Who would you, who does the sticks for you? And uh, what would he be saying to you in the car outside, outside? (laughs) Like, yeah my dad does the sticks for me and uh we just uh you know he has different signals for if if i if the car is kind of close to me but he still thinks i have room to you know go around the track and try stuff you know we have different signals for that you know when i need to block stuff like that but uh it's kind of tough you know you got two sticks and uh trying to run a race you got no idea where this guy is behind you it's uh <laughs> it's kind of nerve-wracking how hard is it to see the sticks during the race uh 
not too bad as long as you can turn the lights off. I mean, the lights on, but when the lights go off on the sticks, if your battery dies or something, then it gets tough. How, has anybody ever had to use like the the lime green gloves or like the yellow gloves or anything, or if you only use sticks? Because I imagine gloves uh, we always so just harder. use the sticks, but I guess. I guess now we're gonna have to use gloves. <laughs> if they, yeah, if they ban it in Clash or Ultimate, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, so yeah, when you run Clash, do you have to use the droop rule? Because I know in Ultimate you do. Yeah, they check the the top three, I believe, after the race. Yeah, they'll check your droop. Okay, I was I'm just curious about that because about because so many people talk about it and uh, about those type of things in the big. Uh, national series and i know ultimate does because kelly and his people run it they do a bunch of outside stuff and he likes to keep the same rules all the way through with that stuff so it's just interesting to see uh what type of rules difference there is all the way from the bottom to the top whether it's from weekly all the way to national at the dream and stuff like that but it's been awesome talking with you gray have any other things you want to talk about for uh ask you to thank your sponsors and stuff um no, I think that pretty much hits it, what we're doing for the remainder of the season, uh, everything like that. Are we going to see you on the Lucas or World of Outlaws stage one day? Uh, if they if they uh, ever come close again, we'll uh, hit them. I'd like to I'd like to try to try my hand in some of those big races like that. It'd be it'd be a lot of fun. I was so mad that they weren't going to have a Lucas race this year because well, last two years they kind of just got bitten by it because they would all go all the way down there, get everybody loaded up, start selling tickets, and then it would just rain out. Or last yeah. year they had a what was it last year? They had a transformer blow or something, and just had a. I think the track was still okay. They probably just had to work in it a little bit, but transformer got blue, and it's that it was like two three hours for the race, and I was about to make the trip up there, getting off of work, and then I saw the rain. I'm like, oh, I don't think I am, and then they canceled. I was kind of happy but sad at the same time, but. I'd love to see those series get back into town, but I appreciate XR for coming in and trying to put some big money and some more spotlight on this with everything they've been supporting. They, they've broadcast a couple of the Clash races, uh, doing everything with Southern All-Stars this year and with their own series, the Working Man, the Super Series. So, yeah, we'll see at those races down the road. We'll see with – I'll see uh, at the Clash and Ultimate races. Sadly, I won't be at Fateville. i got to work all weekend, uh, but I'll probably see uh, probably – I think July 8th for Lancaster for Ultimate. Yeah, so yeah, we'll, we'll be hitting that one. All right, sounds good. You got any sponsors you want to thank before you get out here? Uh, yeah, we got uh, Port and Lumber Companies, uh, my uh, grandfather and my dad, and uh, Renegade Racing Fuels, and uh, Rollins Plumbing, Artie and Noah Rollins help us a lot with the car, working on it on the weeknights, traveling with us to the races, and uh, obviously Wesley Page uh, with our set up and everything he uh keeps us competitive we're always trying new stuff and uh trying to get faster awesome man great i can't wait to see you back at the track down the road and good luck this weekend at Fayetteville, bud thanks man all right thank you hope you guys enjoyed my interview with gray awesome learn a little bit more about him but uh past that we're gonna get into the rest of the racing that was from this past weekend of the 9th and the 10th and the Carolinas and look for what we got coming up on the 16th and the 17th and even before that before I jump into that uh, Tuesday night the 13th the Shrine Race at Lawrence County Speedway, Speedway will be happening they're going to have 602's, Limited's and all their other weekly shows including our boy Justin Harris with Extreme 4's 
Uh, so you should go check them out. They're going to have some good racing going on Tuesday night. I don't think that I'm going to be able to make it up there. Just money's a little tight. Got work the next day, that type of stuff. I mean, it's just, if I wasn't already went there about like a week and a half ago, I'll do it. But I don't know. Maybe I just have an itch tomorrow night and feel like going up there. And we'll see. But you can keep up with all that stuff on the Do Much On Dirt Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I'll let you know if I'm going to be going or not. But yeah, let's go through what we had. We're going to jump over to Cherokee Speedway, the place your mom warned you about. If you want a full-depth analysis of all the results this past weekend, what they got coming up, you can go listen to Will Richards' Cherokee Chatter Podcast. He's a friend of the show. It was on a few weeks ago, and he is uh, he does victory lane interviews, does our social media, takes some photos for him. Uh, yeah, go check that out. He does a really good job with that. He does some great interviews. And, you know, let's see what they had. They had a weekly race, and they also had some power wheels, power wheels race. I didn't see what kids won that, but congrats to all the kids. And hopefully it was legal. But <laughs> run through that. Renegade Sportsman, Christian Patterson picked himself up another victory. Street Stocks was Blake Bentley, eight cars. And then shout-out to a friend of the show, John Price, picking up his first win of the year, I think it is, in the 604 Late Models. Uh, he was one of the first guests on the show. He came on right before March Madness. Awesome dude. And I believe this is, yeah, first win of the year. Uh, if you remember back at the XR Working Man race, he hit those inside tires going into turn three on the back stretch and just tore up his car. Glad to see him back on track and in victory lane. He got the win over other pal of the show, John Ruggiero Jr. And, yeah, it was a good field. They had 17 cars, 16 cars. In Thunder Bomber, it was Luke Clements getting the win over Bradley Weaver, Hunter Funderburk, friend of the show. And, yeah, Wally Wall, sixth. Let's see if anybody else I know through there. Thomas Hamrick, I might know him from where I grew up. But, that's the point. Extreme four was Keelan Tate. I've actually never heard of them. Dale Bennett, second. Third, Travis Langford. Let's see what else we got. Jonathan Butler from Melbourne. I don't know. I keep getting reminded of my of where I grew up in this episode. It's making me nostalgic. But besides the point, Pro Force won by Dylan Warden. They had another good show also running with Pro Force at East Lincoln. We'll go into that later in the episode. Brandon Henson got second. Randy Weaver fourth. Jacob Kinder fifth. Mason Pugh sixth. Cody Barber ninth. Pretty good field. 11 cars. Pure Stock was won by Blake Bentley. And Young Gun V8 was won by Cruz Madison. And they have a huge race coming up this next weekend. They are going to be running practice on the 16th, and then the 17th they're going to have the Midi 604s and the Midi 602 running for $5,000 each. They're going to have the Thunder Bombers running for 1000 Renegade Sportsman 1000 the Extreme 4s 1000 and the Midi's Modifies off for 1000 That's a That's awesome. That's going to be a great show. It's going to be Stands 40, or uh, Stands 20, Pits 40. If you're a veteran, 5 bucks off. Kids 1200 free. Uh, racing will, Hot Labs will be at 720. Uh, might be a little move around at that time, but it sounds about right to me. We're going to hop over to Carolina Speedway. Got to go find their results they had. And they ran Friday night on the 9th. Let's see everybody they had there. Crown Vicks. That first race was won by Jason Ledford. Jonathan Surratt was second. They had six cars in that one. Pro 4 picking up his first career Carolina Speedway victory after years and years of trying. Powell of the show, Cody Verbose. 
He's an absolute legend. Congrats, Cody, getting this win. And second was Henson. Third was Kinder. Fourth was Jerry Oliver. And Warden down in ninth. A good turnaround for Warden. Hop through the good old Super Sportsman. Was won by Tyler Hyatt, getting himself another victory on the year. Thunder Bombers was Benji Knight getting the win over Hunter Funderburk and Jonathan Henson. Justin Truett fourth. Going down Lightning Late Models. They had 10 cars ran for a little extra money. It was Mark Green picking up the victory. Mike Huey second. Justin Fight third. And I was asking somebody about him yesterday, but if anybody has some more information on Wildcat Willie, Give me some info, or give me his info. I'd love to have him on the podcast. Apparently, he's like in his 70s or 80s. He used to run with Buddy Baker and a bunch of those dudes back in like the Columbia Speedway days, back like 50, 60 years ago. I'd love to learn more about him, even meet him in person. I'd do an interview in person with him to upload. That that would be awesome. Everybody has his info. I might, I might message Kyle Armstrong about that, but man, he'd be somebody that would know, but yeah, awesome to see older dude like that running. And uh, congrats on Mark Green for picking up that win. The Lightning Late Models, Hornets. You got three seconds to guess who won this race. Okay, if you didn't say Scott Cloninger, you definitely not a part of the program. Program, you're not paying attention each week, and shame on you. Scott Cloninger picked up his probably ninth, tenth win of the year so far. Second was Jonathan Surratt. Uh, there was a down on unavailable for eighth, and somebody needs to guess their fucking thing working uh and the crown vicks main two is one by colt mcginnis they for some reason only had four cars in that race and i think it was five or six in the set and the first one they have but i believe carolina will be running this upcoming week i'm checking making sure yes they will be running their late models Super Sportsman, Thunder Sportsman, Thunder Bomber Hornets, Pro 4 4 Outlaws, and it's going to be double points tonight. That's going to be awesome uh, for them. Uh, trying to, for the guys that are running for the year end points, and them rack up points, try to get that track championship at the, at the end of the year. We can go look at East Lincoln Speedway. I know upcoming this weekend on the 17th, they're going to have the Blue Ridge Boys in town. But let's go back to June 10th. It was meet and greet with the Renegade Drivers. And let's see who won everything. Wayne Curtis picked up the win in Renegades. Pro Fords won by Jerry Oliver. Cody ended up getting second. Randy Powell fourth. Danny Henning third. Jennings Herman sixth. Yeah, they had a good field there. They run for 700. So, yeah, 13 cars. Let's go Thunder Bombers. Dustin Thomas Thompson. Front wheel drive was Brandon Bond getting another victory. Powder Puff was Heather Marie Bettenbaugh. They had eight cars in the powder puff. Good for the ladies. Ellis Sprints, Jackson Wellman came back from his lengthy suspension off of some stuff that happened last year. He He's a good follow on Facebook. Just letting y'all know out there. Our, uh, Dylan Thrower, second, and one of our favorite names of all time, Zig Ziglar in sixth. Pure Sock V8, Nick Milstead was the winner. And they had 20 cars there. That's a really good field. They always have some good pure stock. Uh, Crown Vic type division numbers. I don't know if the Tornado Gang was there, but I, I'm pretty sure they're at Harris because Justin Melton won at Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh Melton, I'm stupid. Um, whatever. Okay, yeah, the 17th. They got all their regular shows with the Blue Ridge Outlaw Late Mall. So all the classes I just went over a minute ago. And is there anything else I'm missing? SEDRA. Yeah, SEDRA. They had a huge race this up this upcoming this past weekend.
They were at I-75 Speedway. They had the Spring Clash, which a little bit late for a Spring Clash, but still need a name for it. <laughs> and they actually had a junior front-wheel drive of Tennessee race there this weekend. I was including Jet Wyndham making one of his first starts, at least the first starts I've really seen in his number 100. It was good to see him out on track. But, yeah, let's go over those results. The winner of the whole event for the SCDRA taking home 5000 was friend of the show, Andrew Smith. Andrew took home the victory, his first one of the year. Uh, qualifying was Eddie McGrew, and they had a couple of practices. The practices are a little confusing here. Uh, they, okay, they had to put it in all manually, so let me go find the actual results page because uh, same night they were having to put them in manually with the... They had to put SCDRA and Ultimate in manually on Saturday night. I'm not too sure why, but uh, there wasn't live timing for either. So I'm just going to run through the top 10 and a couple other notable names just because they're our pals and I have a lot of front-wheel drive people that listen to the show, and I appreciate all of them and everybody else listening. Andrew Smith got the win. Second was John Wyndham. Third, Billy Tidwell. Fourth, Roger Atkins. Fifth, Dustin Duncan. Sixth, Michael Trotter. Seventh, Eddie McGrew. Eighth was Reed Christensen. Ninth was Walker Wyndham. Tenth was Isaac Gibson. Twelfth was Lee Hutchinson. Thirteen, Joey Kelly. Fourteenth, Brandon Dalton. Fifteen, Josh Atkins. Sixteenth was the Edfield Flyer, Kale Deese. Brandon Gibson, eighteenth. Kevin McKenzie, nineteenth. Payne Pickles, twenty-second. And Jake Bre Jake Presley running out the field in 25th, only running a lap. They had 40 laps. Uh, Smith got the win by a little bit over six tenths, and it took a little over 34 minutes to finish the field, finish the race. Uh, good, quick night. Same thing for Sumter. I ended up leaving there about 9.45, which that was great. Uh, Sumter was a lot of fun. I forgot to even go over that. But, yeah, Ultimate was at Sumter. Foley, I, don't, I, don't, I saved the best for last for where I was hashtag newish on location at. So let's go to good old Sumter Speedway. It's so hard to find results when the track does not have, when tracks do not use my race pass, which why don't you? It's 2023. Get with the times. Um, it's hard for them to combine it over from race monitor and my race pass sometimes. And it's because I had lifetime and scoring on race monitor for all the support divisions, all their regular cl uh, classes they have. And then I couldn't get the lifetime to work on MRP or race monitor. But we're going to go through the results. They had a good 20 cars there. I wasn't expecting that many, being honest, because everything else, all, a bunch of the big dogs were out up in Eldora. But not really a bunch of the Clash guys, but uh, I'll go through the field with the with the results qualifying it was zach mitchell it looked like he was primed to get his third straight sumter win and in the feature ended up being christian thomas nipping him he led most of the race he got past zach at the start held him off through a bunch of lap traffic grass to christian getting his second career ultimate win apparently again it was another like daytime decision where he was thinking about putting a putting a crate motor in there, 602 or something, to go run somewhere else. But he ended up coming to Sumter and leaving with $5,000, which awesome decision. I would love to see him run the full ultimate points the whole year. That would be awesome to see. 
Zach got second. Adam Yarbrough, a new card, finishing third. Justin Mintz, fourth. Willie Milliken, fifth. Jay Sessom, sixth. Johnny Persley, seventh. Eighth, Big A, Anthony Sanders, front of the show. Ninth was Hayden Cohen. Interesting to see him here. Tenth was Rambo. Eleventh, Corey Gordon. Twelfth, Greg Clark. Thirteenth, Ethan, Ethan Wilson. Let's see who else we got. Daniel Adams, sixteenth. Brian Ridgeway finished 18th. He had a tough lick with the outside wall on the front stretch. Uh, not too sure what caused that, but I saw the end of it after he hit. Maybe blew a tire, maybe just overcorrected something, but hard lick for him. Hope to see him back at the track soon. Yeah, uh, also uh, hope to see you back at the track soon is Carson Macedo. He had that tough, very scary wreck at uh, Knoxville. And just shout out to, I believe it was, Brad Sweet, Geo Selzy, and Spencer Basting going out there and trying to help them. Uh, very scary situation. You don't want to see that type of stuff. And it always shows us we can improve the safety in racing. Hashtag check your safety. Thank you, Kyle. But, yeah, I hope you guys have been having a great week so far. I know it's only Tuesday. But, yeah, we are going to be off this weekend with the Do Much on Location Tour. i got to work the whole weekend. Uh, big USC job. You'll have that in, in pressure washing, I guess. If, if you guys didn't know, I pressure wash. I work for a company in the Columbia area. Uh, yeah, I'll give them free plug. Uh, shout out to Palmetto Pressure Clean. I've been working there for a pretty, pretty good while now, a little over two years. And if you need any pressure washing needs in the center, South Carolina area, or even if you're a little bit out of the Columbia area, uh, we can take care of you too. Uh, you can call them at 803-467-7887. Shout out to the Doomwich Spring store. You can go on there. It's in my link tree. You'll find yourself a t-shirt, crew neck, hoodie, all that type of stuff. Yeah, don't forget to follow Doomwich on Dirt on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, just for the listeners that got this even to the podcast, little little sneak peek. There will be a giveaway once I hit 500 on all the social medias. I'm not going to really include TikTok on it because I don't really care as much about it, being honest. Um Facebook, the Instagram, Twitter. Once I hit 500, all three of those would be probably a giveaway, a t-shirt, first t-shirt I'm really working on. It's going to be, man, I'm going to get a bunch of those in. Probably not going to do a lot with the spring store after that, but if you want something that's on there, go ahead, pick it up before I take the store down when I get those shirts in. I need to get some bigger decals made. And if you if you have asked for stickers, I have two people I still need to send stickers out to. I've been putting it off for so long. Uh, I've been so lazy to get stamps, uh, being honest. <laughs> Uh, shout out to all the boys that are at Eldora, the Richie brothers, uh, Jack and Cole. Awesome to see them, see them up there. Have a great trip. Uh, I want to be up there for the next one. And I uh, hope you guys go enjoy some great racing this weekend. Let's go see everything we got. No more running a little long here, but I appreciate it for you guys making it this far. The Ultimate Super Late Model is going to be running at Fayetteville Motor Speedway for 10000 to win this upcoming weekend. They should have a pretty good car count, like I was saying with Gray earlier in the episode. Blue Ridge is going to be at East Lincoln. We're going to have a weekly show at Cherokee and a weekly show at Carolina on Friday the 16th. Like I said, I can make it to anything, and then after that I will be at the Firecracker. So hopefully next week I'm gonna, uh, I might be working on a little special something when it comes to the guests for next week, but we'll always see. I'm reach out to a couple people up there. I have a couple options. I got two big options of the two drivers I want to have on next week previewing the Firecracker, and you guys aren't going to want to miss it. Uh, one of them is the hottest names in dirt late model racing right now, and the other one is a fan favorite and a legend up in the Pennsylvania area. But uh, if you want to leave your guests on that, leave that on Twitter on the post of this. 
So your guess or who you think the guests are going to be next week if I'm able to get one of them or even both. I'll do both. But uh, for either of those, Michael will be joining me for the episode preview the whole weekend. I will be up there staying at his house for Firecracker next weekend. I'll be there Friday and Saturday, 23rd and 24th. Yeah, hope you guys enjoyed the whole episode. Don't forget to follow me on everything. Uh, you can follow my personal stuff, Evan McCrory, M-C-C-R-O-R-Y. And yeah, hope you guys have a great week.